0: This is The Usable Past, a podcast about past stories informing the present. Hosted by Marie Nahikian. Welcome to The Usable Past. This is a special edition of The Usable Past, January 6, 2021. My special relationship with the U.S. Capitol. District of Columbia will always be my spiritual home. I lived, loved, laughed, cried there for 21 years. The events at the U.S. Capitol on today, January 6th, leave me suspended in disbelief. I had a personal and special relationship with the Capitol. I know D.C. and I know the U.S. Capitol building pretty well. My landlady's daughter was a close and dear friend. Donna was a hairdresser at the U.S. House of Representatives, and I visited often. Who knew there was a beauty shop? But I got my hair cut, ate in the cafeterias, always knew before the prices were marked down in the gift shops, and I still have storage file boxes with the U.S. Congress logo. During the Vietnam War years, I was arrested inside the U.S. Capitol building for refusing to leave during a protest. We never got even close to the House or Senate chambers. The U.S. Capitol Police were known for quick, stern action. When they said move, we moved. Two federal police forces were at the top of the not-to-be-questioned list, the U.S. Capitol Police and the Secret Service. I think I once counted 22 different police forces in the District of Columbia, all federal, of course. In 1971, while working at the Institute for Policy Studies, I had the unbelievable assignment to escort John and Yoko Lennon around the US Capitol. They had been invited by the Senator from Wisconsin, Gaylord Nelson to visit members of Congress to lobby for support for removal of the infamous Nixon deportation order for John Lennon. We handed out copies of the Imagine album, many to the US Capitol Police, and had lunch with Senator Ted Kennedy. In 1973, um, as a community organizer in Adams Morgan, I made several visits. I escorted neighborhood youth hauling a full-size dolly loaded with a very large TV to show a videotape to every member of Congress who would listen about Community Park West and lobby for an appropriation of funds for the DC government to purchase the land. Today, this is Walter Pierce Park. I was working at my desk at home on January 6th when my partner, Gene, walked in with the news. They're storming the Capitol building. I barely moved and said, nah, must be wrong. That's impossible. He repeated the news. The TV was turned on, and my first moment of this is not possible moved to my yelling, how could this happen? I watched it all unfold for hours. And I knew this was happening from the inside. The U.S. Capitol Police I knew over the years would have never allowed this breach. And in my experience, the U.S. Capitol is not a very user-friendly building. You can get lost in a heartbeat if you don't know where you're going. And there are maybe some room numbers to follow, but not direction signs saying here is the Senate This group of, well, they knew their way around the U.S. Capitol building awfully well. These treasonous people somehow understood where to go. You know, it's not automatic to know where the floor of the Senate is located. In 2000, one of my last insider memories of the U.S. Capitol was taking my 10-year-old son and my husband on a rambling all day wandering the building. We saw the art. We saw the statuary. We were in the Capitol Dome, under the Capitol Dome, had lunch in the cafeteria, bean soup for sure. We rode the basement subway, heard the bells signaling a vote were people watching and recognizing the member lapel pins, mostly men, of course. And the final excitement, sitting in the Senate balcony and watching Honorable Philip Graham and Joe Biden, and oh my God, the star of the day, Senator Hillary Clinton, walked onto the Senate floor and everyone was wrapped. This freedom to roam disappeared with 9-11 a little over a year later. You could still roam the grounds. It'll never return. Now there is a fence around the Capitol, and January 6th will be the day that the People's House is to be in forever lockdown. May she rest in peace. A special edition of The Usable Past. The usable pass is sponsored in part by the Greater New York Arts Development Fund of the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs, administered by Brooklyn
1: Arts Council,
0: BAC.